0: Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Moroni, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. Well, for the second Bible Chat in a row, I am blessed to have a special guest in the studio with me, Dr. John Crabtree, who has more degrees (laughs) than a thermometer. Oh, Brett, that's funny. He's in visiting with us this weekend, and so he was gracious enough to come in and chat with me about God's Word, 1 Chronicles chapters 1 through 9. If you've ever tried to read through the bible in a year if you didn't get bogged down and and lose hope in leviticus to stay on your plan you might have struggled in first chronicles one through nine because it's name after name after name it's one of the genealogies of of the scriptures we call them and so um just be honest it's boring <laughs> for sure i mean brett it's I read blasphemous this. to say that about god's word but it's just the truth I love God's word.
1: I, I love God's word, but getting to this point, it's like, come on, uh, can I skip? Where can I go? This is
0: this is not fair. <laughs> it, it really is a challenge to your patience, and and you know, and like Lord, do I really need to read this part? Or yeah, like you said, can I skip ahead? Or yeah, but I always bear through it because it's His word. It is His word, and
1: it reminds me. You know, um, we've been doing some digging up in our family about uh, previous. Generations and it's amazing what you find. My family goes all the way back to England. Mm. Um, the name Crabtree is English and it goes back to a guy who owned a crab apple orchard in England. Really? Yeah. It, it's been interesting to see the generations of crab trees that have led to this point and that's a
0: part of my identity. Okay. To- total shallow question here, but have you ever had a crab tree in your yard? You know
1: what? We have. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. We have. <laughs> that is awesome. Yes. It was a crab apple tree.
0: Okay. Yeah. Are those edible? I don't, I don't really know anything about. They're it. not good. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're gotcha. not good. Yeah.
1: It's a part of my identity, just like these names that appear, you know, in the genealogies is a part of God's people's identity, mm-hmm. which is an exciting thing to realize. Oh, they're Adam, Seth, Enish. Wow. Mm-hmm. I know those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's very interesting when you dive in a little bit and get a little deeper.
0: You're right. It's fascinating. I think the older you get to, the more you start to wonder and ask these questions about your roots. And uh, in fact, speaking of roots back in the seventies, I think at that time, perhaps the most popular miniseries on television ever was these series Roots mm-hmm. about the African-American experience from Africa all the way up until the Emancipation Proclamation and freedom to the slaves, tracing one man who was brought over from Africa, all his descendants, all the way till freedom. Yeah. I, I have seen that series. I don't know if you did or not, but. I, I did see it. It was fascinating
1: mm-hmm. to me to realize and to look back on that. And I'm sure it was for those who uh, are African Americans. Sure. <clears throat> for sure.
0: It also introduced into the American culture a real interest among a lot of people at the time in their own roots. Mm-hmm. Not just black, but, but all people started doing some more research on that. And back in those days, you had to go to libraries. The Mormons were famous right. for having the, all the records so well of births and deaths of people, et cetera. But that has changed here recently with computer technology and scientific advancement with DNA and all that. And right now, and of course, most of our listeners have probably seen a commercial for Ancestry.com.
1: Right. That was in my mind. I was just thinking about yeah. Ancestry.com.
0: We did it in our family. Did you? Yeah, my dad. Okay. So my dad was uh, born to a 16-year-old girl out of wedlock, and he never knew who his birth father was. He was separated from his birth mother, birth mother when he was one year old. Long story, but raised by his grandparents. And when he was 33 years old, after searching for almost a year, he found his birth mother in wow. Georgia. Wow. And we went and met her. I was seven years old and met my grandmother for the first time. He met his birth mother for the first time
1: oh my goodness
0: yeah and we had a had a relationship a good relationship for the rest of her life she passed away just a few years ago i got an uncle i never knew about cousins it was it was a great thing in so many ways but she didn't want to talk about the past she didn't want to go there in regard to what happened in her teen years and my dad didn't know who his birth mother was but after she passed away he went through ancestry.com and i think i don't know how long it was the process but you know Spit in an envelope, sent it off, and he started getting hits on there as to people he was related to. Found out these people had a lot of things in common with him and the way his DNA was wired. And then, two months after my mother passed away in May of 2019, he found out who his birth father was. Oh, wow. My dad, at 75 years old, found out who his birth father was, and then started getting a history from talking to family members, et cetera. So Mm. it's it's amazing what we can learn from seeing our past and, and learning about. Who are these people? Because we are in many ways a product of our ancestors. In that culture back then, this was their way of record keeping and showing the importance of this. What's fascinating is it doesn't seem to say anything about these people hardly. (laughs) But we also know during that time their names were meaningful. Right. And most of these people probably reading this text would know what the meaning of those words, those names were. But we read as English speakers and we're like, strange name, strange name, strange name. It's boring to us. No clue. But upon further deeper study, we probably would learn a lot more if we took some time to drill down into these names. What are some of the things we can just get from application wise? Why would God put this in his word? But we already see for the people at the time what it meant. What about for us today? What more can we think about in terms of the value of this as we persevere through this when we do read the Bible?
1: Yeah, I, I think one of the things, <clears throat> Brett, is the fact that it's good to know where you came from. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to move forward, it's good to know, it's gonna, it, it is good to know your roots. And um, again, I think your identity is tied in part to that. So from that standpoint, I think uh, looking at these names, it, it gives us a foundation maybe as God's people that we're together on this and that God has a plan and a purpose. These are here for a reason, and that's one of the things that we need to acknowledge
0: all scripture is inspired, but not all scripture is equally inspiring to us. But all scripture is profitable. And by reading the scriptures, even parts we don't think are valuable, we may be getting some value that we don't even realize yet. And I think you've just hit on part of that. Another thing that's just helpful from a faith point of view is our faith is not rooted in mythology. It's rooted in history. Mm. And these genealogies remind us these were real people. This stuff really happened. Just the boredom factor itself, to me, testifies of the historical accuracy and authenticity of God's word. If I were going to write a religious book making it up, I wouldn't put this in here.
1: Yeah, that's a great point, Brett. I I think that's so true. We can look at the Bible in many different ways, and people do. But realizing the historical fact that these people really lived is a credit to God and is uh, something that we can be very glad that he did in the way that he did it.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville. And is copyrighted by Brett A. Amirani 2022.